Are you happy yet from the results last night? Are you sad yet from the results last night? Um, has it really, really altered your life? I don't know. We're about to find out. We got P-Dog Knight in studio with us tonight. It's time for Aquarian Anarchy 2022 election recap. Let's get it. Of course, our quote for tonight is from the one and only Emma Goldman, because why not? Politicians promise you heaven before the election and give you hell after. Ain't that the truth, gentlemen? Marty, P-Dog Knight, welcome, my brother. What's up? Nice to see y'all and uh, looking forward to this. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm going to actually move us around a little bit now that we're so that Marty's name can be seen. All right, I'm going to tilt. And I'll let you you move yourself. Okay. Hey, oh, there we go. Yeah. AKA P Dog Knight. Yes, indeed. All right. So let's uh let's break it down. You and I were were sharing some screen time last night with a whole bunch of folks. Hotep Jesus, Sonny Johnson, uh Jeff Charles, Olivia, Patriot J. Who else is in there? Mo Fax. Um, did you did you get any sleep last night? I, I did. I, I went to bed. I but I got up at th- I got up at three for work. Uh, central mm-hmm. time so four eastern time mm-hmm. and I, I i just i was checking my phone before i went in and i was trying to see if anyone was still on and the only person well there's two people on but one was uh tw- uh was uh stream sniping the other it was you know who trio logic is yes she was on still and she was on charlie kirk stream <laughs> oh really just giving him the business because um, they were still they were still worried about results in Arizona, which I haven't seen. Have they updated that since it was seventy percent? <clears throat> Not uh, that I saw. No, I, I saw the the most recent one that I saw was was still not um, not any different. Yeah, we're still at uh, Kelly with fifty one two and Masters with forty six point six. Now I did see something where like uh, Mukhtar had had shared something where like they showed a model that showed like that masters was going to win like the probability, his confidence interval, the, 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 the logical mean was going to be <clears throat> greater than that for Kelly. And really? then like five minutes later, it switched back. Okay. <laughs> and so it was like, Oh, okay. What are y'all doing with the numbers over there? So I, I don't know, but it's like 80,000 votes between the two of them. Um, 935 K to 80, 852 K. Okay, and I'm looking at the governor's race. It's with 73 percent in. It's the difference is under four thousand. Oh wow! And oh, so is that what you, you were talking about? The governor's race? Both. I, both. I was okay. Yeah, that one can you want to see the other? Yeah, because well, yeah. I'm kind of assuming Lake is going to come back and win this one. I was I it was looking like more it. at the Senate um, thing because that, the, the Senate race to me is more. Uh, more consequential, at least to me, if if, it, right. if there's any consequence to this stuff at all. Um, know. <laughs> you know what my opinion is. These are just criminals. Do yeah. we, like I said this morning, do you do, do you want the murderer who might also rob your kids, or do you want the thief who might also kill your kids? Which one do you want? <laughs> right. yeah. Well, you got to be careful because now we have the uh, 
we have the other ones that uh, they might diddle your kids. So um, well, what I've seen is they're all busy doing that. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, but but so I want to. All right, let, let's just jump right into it because this is this is like this is chapping my hide at the moment, and I uh, I just need to I need to share this with the folks. So I'm going to just as an experiment before I go where I'm actually going on this. Um, I want to share this poll that I made first. So here it is, Marty. I'm going to give you an opportunity to, to answer this poll. Okay. Uh, choose your fighter. You get to choose. It's either Liz Cheney, Nancy Pelosi, or Thomas Massey. Which one are you taking? You got to choose one of them. Liz Cheney, Nancy Pelosi, or Thomas Massey. Um... Well, I, I, my fighter, choose my fighter. What's well, well, fight? not fight, not, not fighting, like, I not like fist fighting, but like, this I is know. a, these are Congress, these are U.S. representatives or former representatives in the case of Lewis Cheney. Um, sure. Pick which one you want to fight for you in Congress. Well, it seems like Massey would be the choice, even though, I mean, he has some baggage, but he also, he, he's been right about a few things that nobody else was. Yeah. You know, um, like I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to remember. There was one time back when he was like the lone wolf, might have been on COVID shit. Yeah, it probably was. Where, where he was the lone wolf going <clears throat> well, at least in the at least in the house. Mm-hmm. So you know, and look, he, I, what he has proven to me is even when everyone else is against him, he's going to stick to his principle, whatever that is. Even if I don't agree with it, at least I know he's going to stick to a principle. Which, um, you know, Pelosi's about power and Liz Cheney. I don't know what the fuck she is. She's all right. Uh, so, who, so who are you picking? So we can so we can move on to the next segment of this topic. Okay, Thomas Massey. All right, Thomas Massey. Congratulations, right. Marty. You have just ensured that Nancy Pelosi is going to be elected. It's your uh, fault. Uh, it's your fault that Liz Cheney didn't beat Nancy Pelosi. So now we are stuck with Nancy Pelosi because of you. So that's what you get for choosing the person that you thought was best. You don't get to choose who you think is best. You have to choose one of the two at the top of the list. You have to choose between Liz Cheney and Nancy Pelosi. And if you don't, and you choose the person who's the best one on the list, it's your fault that the person that one of the other people on the list lost. This is what we as libertarians get all the time. It was right. just a thought. It was a thought experiment that I wanted I to it. use to demonstrate a point to people who have been saying all day that it's libertarians' fault that Herschel Walker didn't beat uh, Raphael Warnock. When uh, I and what was the other one? Um, it's uh, it was Shane. No, Shane Hazel didn't uh, didn't have any impact on. I'm trying to remember what what the other one was. Oh, it was the Fetterman race, the Fetterman Oz race. And so my point was like, well, maybe. Dr. Oz and Herschel Walker are awful candidates and maybe you should do a better job of having better candidates. And secondly, who are you to think that those, those votes that went for these other candidates belong to one of those other candidates? You know, like, is it automatic that like, if I say I want to vote for Shane Hazel, that I'm, I, I should have voted for Kemp instead I see what like, you're saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so, 
so this is look, entitlement mentality that people have with this stuff. And, and I think you're 100 percent right. I don't think people should vote just because you know. I, I think you vote for you want to. Now this is might be an argument for what what is that shit they do in Alaska? Um, rank choice, rank choice, yeah, rank choice voting. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I just wish people would see that there are other people out there because you know. <laughs> wait, what's the dude who who ran against Mike Lee in Utah? What's that guy's name? That used to be a Republican. Now he's uh, kind of uh, a guy. Um, I don't know. I wasn't familiar with the one um, running against Mike Lee. Uh, what's his name here? I can find it. Um, I'm, think, I'm it. thinking John Huntsman, but it's not him. Um, no, it's that other. Um, the hell's? Oh, they don't have it on here. Why don't they have that on here? See, Mike yeah. Lee's another one of them that I might think Mike about Mullen. voting for. I wouldn't, but I think about it. Evan, I, Evan McMullen, that's who I'm talking about. Evan he McMullen, yeah, yeah. And now he's an independent, mm-hmm. and, and he was the. There, apparently there was no democrat in that race mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. i don't know how they do that in, in well, utah how, how there's louisiana no louisiana is the same way marty like we have we louisiana has an open primary system for um statewide races and, and okay. like lo- local and, and parish races so what happens is anybody can run you just have to you know you meet the requirements or whatever but you can have like seven democrats and three republicans run for governor Okay. Similar to what they have like in California, where it's like right. this open primary system. And if somebody gets 50 plus 1% of the vote, they they automatically win. If no one gets 50%, it goes to a runoff. Okay. And then the runoff is the top two and everyone, everyone else is eliminated. And so then you get to see out of those two. So that's what we were talking about with like the Georgia race, except Georgia, unlike those states, you can only have one person from each party and then it's just you know which parties are going to be and it's always going to be the republican and democrat parties go into the runoff whereas in louisiana we've had several where it's two democrats or two republicans Mm -hmm. in the runoff and so then it's just which one which one do you want you know right now i've seen yeah that's yeah that's definitely not california apparently that's how they do it in utah too Mm -hmm. um which so so in, in louisiana though so if if someone gets fifty percent in the primary, they automatically win. Yeah, that's it. It's over. Oh, yeah, because you won. Yeah, I mean, you won. the 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 point with the with it not with it going to a runoff is that no one won yet. Right. No one has gotten the majority yet. So you have it's it's let the people. To me, all these things have flaws, but it makes sense to me if we're going to go with this democracy majority rule thing. It doesn't make any sense for someone like in the presidential races that we've had in the past where like Bill Clinton won the presidency with 42 percent of the of the vote when he, you know, now granted you had the you know, it's an electoral college system and it's a a different set of rules. Mm -hmm. So but he was still winning. He was winning states without like a, a full actual majority. He only had a plurality even in some of the states where he took um took delegates so it it makes it to where at least in these statewide races um it makes more sense all right so so that's why they do it that way but well back to your point so in your example well let's not even using it let's use the real world example where it's Mm -hmm. herschel walker um warnock and what's the libertarian chase Chase oliver and he's a liberal uh he's a leftist libertarian who i i would I would I would have my misgivings. I'd have to like really really think about it. If it was those three candidates, who would I want? I'd probably 
I probably still I take Chase Oliver, but I yeah, or I just not vote. Like I just I just be like, yeah, <laughs> y'all got this. I'm tapping out um, mm-hmm. because he's not a libertarian. I would I would necessarily uh, want to support. So right. Well, your vote is part of the is part of the process, though. Your non vote is part of the process. That's you can make that choice. And I I hate the idea that people bitch at people who don't vote because mm-hmm. um, I don't want people to vote just because they're because you have to. I, I don't right. want people who have no idea what they're doing voting. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't. If you don't know what the hell you're talking about, don't vote. That's fine. Or if you don't care, don't vote, and let the people who understand the process vote. <laughs> Problem is, and I'm, you know, this with the the way we're so entrenched in the two party system. You know, your mm-hmm. example, right? It's. I don't think people should have to vote for one of the the parties, the lesser two evil. I mean, if 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 maybe uh, the <laughs> that uh, that the lesser two evils maybe should be a better candidate. Like you said, I think, you know, Herschel Walker, I, I don't, I never understood why um, the guy with the funny hair wanted him to be a candidate. I, I have no idea there, you know, there's people down in Georgia, you know, that, that <laughs> there's gotta be at least one other Republican in Georgia that could have ran for that. Right. There, there's there's gotta be know some, where the hell did, the, <laughs> did Trump come up with Dr. Oz? You know, tr- tr- you know, Trump is, um, and, and look, I, I I was happy as Trump as a president for the most part. There's, he did some dumb shit too, but I but I, I the reason I I didn't vote for him the first time and I voted for him the second time because I thought despite his um, jackassery, <laughs> his actual accomplishments were in line with what I wanted from the president. So mm-hmm. the legislation for the most part was what I was in line with it, but. In this case, his 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 being so enamored with celebrity, yes, um, and thinking maybe that's I, I think he thinks that's why he won. He thinks everybody's sure. going to be like him, and it's yeah, it's a name right. recognition. Thing. And you know, and I was pleasantly surprised with with the Herschel's debate with Warnock. You know, even though he, you know he might as well uh, from a style standpoint, he might as well be John Fetterman, but not that bad. <laughs> No, right, right. Not as bad as Fetterman. And he did articulate certain things that I go, oh, okay, he's smarter than I thought. Because I'm Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of of like Jimmy Kimmel doing a Charles Barkley skit. (laughs) That's what I I was expecting. Mm. Um, We've had some moments that make you, that would make you think that, right? Like where he's he's not been, he's not had his wits about him or something. But yeah, you're right. Like he's, he's not... He's not an idiot. I just think he's like from a charisma and like public speaking standpoint, it's a it's a struggle. And and like, unfortunately, we live in a world where that shit's like really important to people when they're watching this shit. Yeah. And while I'm watching one of Warnock's um, like closing video speeches, whatever, and they got the music going and he's doing this soaring speech and whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man. I don't even know how Herschel got ha- near half the vote. <laughs> right. Just right. because even if you don't like Warnock, damn, listening to him is like listening mm-hmm. to a very solemn sermon on Easter, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> no, that's that was one of the things about Obama. Like I was like, I'm I was I would listen to Obama in like 08 and, and 12 and I, or like throughout, you know, his presidency too, but in the campaign seasons, and I was just like, damn man, like I gotta I gotta shake my head a little bit because I, he almost got me motivated to go vote for him. Like, you know, like the the, the charisma and the, and the, the oratory skills yeah. um, and the writing, like the, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, 
it's the same as the guy who's uh happy hogan in in the iron man movies um john shit favreau john yeah, favreau yeah. so it's not the same guy but they have the same name um right. but his name is john favreau was obama's speechwriter uh apparently he's like a brilliant speechwriter because that shit was like on fire every time and it was right. it was hard to not get sucked up into it like like it was uh you know grim a worm tongue or something Right. But that's the power that that Barack Obama brought to the table, mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I, I when he was the keynote speaker, I think it was when Kerry was the the um, the tool that they put out in charge. Mm -hmm. um, I he was the keynote or, or the. Main oh, yeah. The 04, the 04 yeah. uh, presidential. I mean, uh, the Democratic National Convention. Correct. Gave, and, that, gave that purple speech. The, right. The, I was teams. like, okay, this is the next guy they're running. Yeah. I knew right then mm -hmm. and there. Mm -hmm. Until now, I, I I was that way, especially in the, the 2004 speech. Right, that was really mm -hmm. good, and then some of his campaigning speech. Until I figured out how stuck he was to that teleprompter, I oh, I, sure. I started to notice it, and then I would watch his speeches just looking at him. He, he, and, you know, very good inflection and all that stuff. But then I just, then I realized that he has three teleprompters that he's using. And so when yeah, he's looking yeah. around and, and he's and, and he was glued, his eyes were glued to it. I never yeah. realized how bad that was. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, he's just reading the damn speech. He's not it's, right. But when you, he's really good at that though. Like, right. right. When you compare it to JoJo, JoJo's out there <laughs> talking all kinds <laughs> of shit, dude. Well, listen. Listen, Joe. Every time oh, he goes off script, well, you know the White House staff is going shit. Get it again. Yeah, right? and, and Fetterman with his uh, Fetterman with his closed captioning system uh, struggles and, and everything. Like it's uh, it's 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 tough. But so I want to I want to say this though about um, you know, we're talking about these all these different candidates that they they run out there and you were asking about like the, the, that specific example and chase Oliver versus those two guys. Right. Mm -hmm. So chase Oliver being a left leaning libertarian, like who has actually like defended some of the stuff with like the, the rainbow stuff in the schools in, you know, for kids and stuff. Um, I'm sorry, but like he was not stealing votes from Herschel Walker. Right. No. People were not voting for him and they were like, you know what? It was it was either him or Herschel Walker. And yeah. I just went ahead with him because, you know, I want to talk about my partner with kids in in kindergarten. No, that's not that. This is your. And the other thing is, too, a lot of times as libertarians, Marcus can tell you, like he's he said it a couple of times here. I might go vote for Mike Lee. I would go vote for Thomas Massey. I would not go vote for Rand Paul. Like these are right. the things that he, that Marcus has said. So like if, if someone runs and it's, let's say I move to Indiana and I run and Marcus goes and votes for me for someone to say, you stole a vote from my favorite Indiana Republican because you voted for Chad. Marcus is like, no dumbass. I wouldn't have even gotten out of the bed. Right. <laughs> if it wasn't for Chad. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like some of this stuff is just, it's complete horseshit. And so that's why I want to bring, I want to bring this because this is the perfect segue into this one. Which uh, shout out to Eric July because he uh, he's the one who 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 posted this one. And man, I wish I could have just. Oh, well, here it is. Um, so it says it says Republicans. Am I out of touch 
running dog shit candidates. And then, oh shit, wait, now I can't Got scroll. It. There we go. All right, now I scroll. It says, no, it's the libertarians that are the problem. <laughs> like, like this is this is the logic that they have. Like, no, listen, you ran Doctor Oz <laughs> and Herschel Walker, right? Because you and... focus grouped, you focus grouped instead of actually like and going to your going to your bench of like, hey, we have these people who've actually been doing work. They've been grinding in the grassroots, and they know people, and they're connected. No, let's go get the guy from TV who's Oprah's friend, and then let's go get a running back from the 1980s. But they didn't focus group. That's just it. Trump liked those guys, and unfortunately, Trump's very popular. Not not, not unfortunately, but Trump's popularity pulled those people through there was no focus group uh, okay i'll grant you that I'll grant you focus that. It was group. a one-man focus group a, a it was focus the apprentice would have said oh hell no yeah you know they had, they had, they had to come up with someone else and and i wish in some ways that rather than trying to be kingmaker trump would have sat back and actually listened to people on the ground in those mm -hmm. places going well what do you think here's this group that we got this is who we think, and Trump going, oh, okay, let, then let's go help them win. And, right. you know, because he, he blew that in Georgia in 2018, or mm -hmm. right? Isn't yeah, that when, when, Or not, whenever they had the runoff. <laughs> right. You know, he, he, he didn't, um, With, uh, instead of that, he had a hissy fit about 2020 and then told people not to even go vote in the runoff. Mm -hmm. Right. Rather than going out and trying to win that seat. Right. And, you know, he's the reason we're 50 50 in my mind. Because mm -hmm. they could have won both of those races with Ossoff and Warnock. And then, or, and, and then we wouldn't be having this race now. You know, Warnock might have come back and try to do it again. But um, there would be two Republican senators. I think I blame Trump for that. Mm -hmm. I, I think I, I'm awful too with the Georgia, you know, the, with Kemp and the Secretary of State Raffenberg or whatever. Mm -hmm. That didn't help. I, th I think that, though, you kind of hit on what part of Trump's problem is. Um, now, I don't like Trump because he's a flag-loving statist. I, I mean, he's just hugging on the flag. I get it. That's not He's not going to be my candidate. But what really, aside from some personality stuff, the things that I don't like about Trump, you hit on. And that is he is a centralizer. He likes to centralize power. He likes to bring power into one, for one, himself. You know, he is not decentralized. He doesn't share power well. And those are the, the hallmarks of a dictator. And those are the reasons that I didn't like Trump. You know, there are many reasons, but that's the big one, is that he absolutely centralized power. And because of that, you, ha you had him bringing, oh, these are my buddies, into a race where they shouldn't have been there. You should have had somebody that was, you know, better on Republican uh, talking points at the very least. And he didn't do that. And the reason is because he was trying to shore up his power instead of, uh, and get himself some allies in Congress uh, for his 2024 run. It was all about Trump. Oh, oh, sure. He, he, you know, and in his, um, his whole thing was, Hey, you know, I'm, 30 for 30 on my endorsements winning primaries, but well, the great, what is that doing for us now? Mm -hmm. You know, in, in 35, um, you know, toss up races, uh, we're pretty much over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? and, yeah. The and, people, the people trusted him in the primary process. 
Right. And so they voted that way because they, they, people kind of got out of the way, but then you go up against the actual opposition. Like, that's like, it's like, Hey, we went with this quarterback because he does really well in practice. It's like, okay, but that's against your own guys. Right. And then when he, and then he clams up when there's actual, you know, pressure in the pocket and you know, it, you need to, anyway, it's, uh, yeah, no, but his only wins, I mean, are what I mean, that are his people, Vance and mm-hmm. maybe Carrie Lake if she wins. Right. Yeah, I think that I saw something where they had uh his people were like five and seven so far. Are they okay? Yeah, I didn't, yeah. So I but it's still it's still he's still under five hundred. Right. Right. Um and if it's not if that wasn't bad enough, check this out. This is what this is from Truth Social. Um he says, now that the election in Florida is over and everything went quite well, shouldn't it be said that in 2020, I got 1.1 million more votes in Florida than Ron D got this year? 5.7 million to 4.6 million? Just asking. Like, this dude can't <laughs> stop shooting himself in his own dick. Oh, like, my God. What okay. are you doing, Trump? <laughs> it ain't all about you. And that's a terrible comparison because a presidential election turnout is insanely higher than it is for a midterm. Yeah, he yeah, did just punch himself in the nuts. Um, because look, 4.7 million votes in a governor's off- race, election, governor's race, midterm it's election is incredible. And winning by 20 points, right. did, did, did Trump win Florida by 20 points? I'd rather, I, you know, right. I don't think so, you know. And, and it seems to me that DeSantis proved his coattails in Florida too. If you got you know, Rubio, who was single digits with Demings, mm-hmm. which by double digits, flipping three house seats, mm-hmm. and and even Miami-Dade County, which mm-hmm. you know which was insane. 30, a 30-point yeah. win for Barack Obama, you know, 10, whatever, 12 years ago, or 10 years. Uh, what year is this? I don't even know what year it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was you know 10 I mean? years ago. Pop yeah. up give, man. Pop up give. I need some of that. Yeah, 10 years ago. I mean... You know, going from a a thirty point swing from you know, I'm sorry, this that's a yeah, dumb statement, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, and I wonder if that's not if Trump's not shooting himself in the foot on purpose. You know, he yes, do I think he's going to run for president in 2024? Almost certainly. Mm-hmm. But it, it is there has been rumors that he wasn't trying to win the first time. What if he's not trying to win? What if um, this is kind of an alley oop to uh, DeSantis? DeSantis. It could be. I don't. I don't think. I think you're giving him too much credit. Like, are we still in QAnon seven thousand eight hundred sixty four degree chess? You know, for sure. For sure. Well, you know, he did move it back. The plan, plan, though, was going to be announcing today, right? The day after, and he's moved it back to next Tuesday. And I think, well, if you pay attention to media, which I don't trust the media, media just wants media wants them to argue and fight. Okay, right. they've made that clear. They're like, "Hey, he called you a poopy head. Well, he called you a dickwad. Oh, well, he called you a spitball. Oh, well, he called you a booger picker." You know, that's what the media is doing, trying to get them to go at each other. And Ron DeSantis, to his credit, ain't said shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know he stayed out of it but um but i don't know that's what probably chapped trump's ass today 
is the New York Post cover story. Mm. Because the New York Post put on the cover that Ron DeSantis is the leader of the party right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because what do they call him? What do they call him on the cover? Um, here, let me see if I can find that cover. Uh, was it what Trump called him, which was desanctimonious? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. New York Post. Um, let's see. Uh, hang on. Oh, New York Post. Jesus. Well, that's probably what spurred this tweet that he put out because he put that out at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Today? And today, yeah. See, I, 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 I've got to interject um, that called- I don't like DeSantis either. And, you know, because he was a jag at Guantanamo Bay, that's all I need to not vote for him. Well, and he's, he's, he's a little too um, quick on the trigger to make a state solution for things that don't need to be a state solution. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, but they called, oh, the future, the future, which oh, I thought, which I think yeah, would be a rap name. <laughs> that's uh, when Trump is already hearing about all his candidates losing in the general. Um, yeah. That's a that's a twist of the knife in the back to Trump yeah. to call him the future. Yeah. Young GOP star DeSantis romps to victory in Florida. Then now the big, big and big letters, the future, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that Trump had to react to that. Yeah. yeah. But a lot, and then a lot, and there's a lot of other um, outlets today saying, yeah, you know, um, DeSantis is the de facto leader of the party while Trump is still out there talking about announcing next week, or maybe, you know, and when you said the, could it be a possible 40 chess move or 27 degree of separation chess move? I was um, joking, but yes. I know. I know you were joking, <laughs> but which, because I don't think Trump a- ever thinks that far, no. uh, that far ahead. But um, what's his announcement going to be next Tuesday? Mm. Is it going to be he's running for president or that he's endorsing you know, officially? No, no, no. He won't be endorsing. Oh, no, you can't because he's not running yet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but uh-huh. is it going to be? I'm officially deciding whether we're going to do this soon because right now <laughs> is is the the luster's off after this yeah. election. For sure, it, it just is, and he's got to he's got to know that. Yeah. He's got to know that the luster has been, you know, yeah. wiped off just a little bit. That that he needs to get some wax back on there and do some buffing before he can, mm-hmm. you know, before he's shiny enough to, to do this right now. Do you, do you think though, that something that might be going into his plans as well is, um, cause I just thought of this, um, Marty, do you think that there's a possibility he may use an, the, uh, running for president as a cover so that it is harder for people to press charges against him? Because that, those are still possibilities. Yeah. Personally, I don't. As, but that's that's what he will be accused of. Mm-hmm. Sure, I don't think it, I don't. If they want to press charges on him, they're going to do it. Um, you know, Letitia James won in New York, so she's still around. And uh, although her stu- her suit's completely stupid, um, but the you know the January sixth committee has until January second <laughs> to do something. Um, which well, I don't know. Did they? Is it, is it official that the Republicans got the House yet? I mean, I don't think, that's I don't think it's official, but it's definitely it, leaning that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's it may not be official, official, but it is. That's what's going to happen. It's just going to yeah. not. It's not going to be as big as they thought it was going to be. Um, and the Senate is it's basically down to three races. 
right now. Um, I think yeah. there's a good chance in the Senate we're going to be looking at 50-50. Yeah, which is still no, Democrat-controlled. Yeah, it's still Democrat control because you got Kamala Harris as the uh, as the president of the Senate as the VP. Um, yeah, but incompetent, uh, so, incompetent Harris. So so you got yeah Kellyanne Masters hasn't updated in in a while in terms of like the vote the the vote totals actually changing. Um, but you have oh, where did it go? They had well, I had a thing that had more more races showing. But anyway, the um, I, I want to look at the governors because like so like I don't understand why they haven't called this uh, Alaska race yet because isn't I know they have to have you have to have fifty percent, but it's seventy two percent in and Dunleavy's at like fifty two, so it would have to be like a a huge push from everyone else to to close that. But uh, Carrie Lake, this one's more interesting um, in Arizona, is only down by like four thousand votes right now, right. Um, well, that's yeah. You said that earlier. That's they right. They still got eight hundred thousand account apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, that, I mean, that that, that, right. that how is that creeping along so slowly? Hmm. Who's the Secretary of State in, mm -hmm. in Arizona? <laughs> who who might that be? I bet they're oh, they got a D next oh, to the name. Oh, oh, isn't she the one running for governor against Carrie Lake? Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, come on. But that's what you know, hey. That's what uh, what's her name? St that was Stacey Abrams' yeah. argument last time. Oh, I'm running against the Secretary of State who controls the vote. I, boy, I'm glad that was decisive. I did not mm -hmm. want to hear her voice anymore. <laughs> you know, she's uh, she's not done. I mean, she's she she may not be running for for office again, but she's she's uh she's very successful at doing what she do, does to mobilize people. GOTB. That's that's what she does. Mm -hmm. That's what she, she gets. Does. She gets it out. You know, it's so. Marty, what did you think was going to happen? And how? And and looking back, what what did you think? Did you believe there was going to be a red wave? Because I have to say, I did. I thought. I, I thought too. there was going to be a lot. On Monday, I said that I was cautiously optimistic that it would be a red wave. I thought there would be. I thought. Republicans would get four, possibly four Senate seats. I said three, but possibly four. I didn't, first of all, I had, even though I think Oz was a terrible candidate, I thought he would win. Right. Because of that, was because, awful. But yeah, I mean, how, how do you vote for that man? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, and I said, and I thought that Walker and Warnock would be, uh, neither would get 50%. And I said there'd be a runoff. But, and I thought, but I thought all, you know, with 30, whatever, 30 some toss up races, I thought Republicans got to get at least half or more of those, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought, yeah, it's going to be a wave. Except the last thing I said before I got done on Monday, there's a TikTok factor. Mm. Okay. I call it the TikTok factor because every day on my phone, I was getting, at least the last few days, not my wife got them for the last month. I did start again in the last few days. I started getting those text messages, right? Um, you got to do this. Here's the, the candidates you want to do. Here's you got to get out and vote, blah, blah, blah. You go on YouTube. If you have, if you don't have YouTube premium, you got candidates ads constantly, constantly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, used to, you used to be able to kind of, even though the TV was bombarded with it, if you're not watching TV, you're, you weren't yeah. getting bombarded with ads. And on election day, every I swear to God, every um, every app on my phone was telling me it was election day. The yeah. 
text, it's election day. I'm getting this and that as election day. The people who usually forget about election day are the younger people. Yeah. Adult, older people know it's election day because they plan, they're already planning to go out and vote. They're watching Fox News or MSNBC or, like all the time and yeah, staying, they're, staying they're the news. Yeah. yeah, people don't watch the news. Okay. Right, right. With the, the TikTok factor is the, the young voter turnout has been growing because <laughs> you got these apps telling them, oh, it's voting day. It's voting day. You know, you're not going to have abortion if you don't go out and vote. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be, they're going to take, they're going to take away the ability of trans kids mm-hmm. to be trans kids if you don't go out and vote. And so you got a little bit more um, of the younger vote because of that. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened this year. They don't, who polls the, who polls those people? Nobody. They don't Nobody. answer. Right. Right. So you can't predict that. And, the, and so the, um, the turnout young people is higher mm-hmm. and they vote three to one Democrat. Yeah. That, that's what the exit polls go. So I, that I said, you know what? That's what I said on Monday. I'm like, yeah, you gotta, I you can't yeah. predict. Young no, you're people. right. If they, if they come out or not. And, and the professors, now the professors in the colleges are saying, Oh, the, I'll let you get off class. Go vote. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the education establishment pushing all those people to, to vote. So you just never know. And I think that was a factor in a lot of places. Now, in Florida, it didn't work because the whole Hispanic population of Florida said, hi, Democrats. Right. <laughs> you know, but that wasn't happening everywhere. And so um, I was like, I'd love to see the red wave. But I got a feeling it might not be as ex- as, as extensive as it was, and I kind of got you know, well, I it was it was even worse than I thought. Right, mm-hmm. it was a red trickle. Yeah, those uh, those those traditional um, polling models don't work like they mm-hmm. used to because well, it's not just the you know the vote the vote used to be like largely you know fifty plus, mm-hmm. and and if that number starts to creep, even if it only creeps a couple of percentage points younger than you're you you are yeah that that tiktok factor that's a really good good analysis mm-hmm. so for for me you know i again I, you know none of these people are going to be somebody because i don't vote unless it's somebody because in my i, I agree with listen i don't to be clear for people that, that are watching from home I, I don't disagree with the concept of voting and i and i hope that you know th- that at some point, at least voting is a component to the uh, to us becoming free because people have started voting for people that that make sense to a like the Thomas Masseys of the Republican Party mm-hmm. will rise because people have learned that that that's and that's going to spread the word and so forth. But I agree with Lysander Spooner that the only time that I'm going to even engage in all that nonsense is when it, when it's in self-defense, when it is for, you know, hey, we want to, somebody's wanting to have, you know, the the trans, you know, shit in my library down here, down here. And I, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not playing with, you know, a big dick coming out in front of my little girl. <laughs> That's not going to happen. So, you know. I hope, I hope you're not playing with it. Right. I ain't playing with none of that. <laughs> I got it, Chad. But, <laughs> but. But but that to be said, I think that one of the things that that seems pretty clear to me is that the corruption we have in this in in this country in the voting booth is enormous. Who do you know that trusts the vote? Who do you know? 
How many times did you hear that this was going to be rigged? How do we know that it wasn't? And somebody said, you know, they don't seem to have these problems in like Iraq, where everybody's like, yep, they voted and he won. It's good. Let's move on. But yet in the United States, with a country that has access to blockchain technology that could absolutely, you know, delineate every vote. And mm -hmm. obviously, why are we not looking at that as, as a factor to, to many of these votes? Could the Democrats have cheated? On behalf of your channel? No, it's this was absolutely <laughs> the most secure and fair and pristine wow. election in the history of all elections, except for the last one. It has been perfect. There's been yeah, no shenanigans yeah. whatsoever. Only, only 2016 and, and 2000 uh, and 2000 were, were shenanigan were, elections. Well, no, yeah, but you can't even say that on YouTube. Well, yes, you can. You can say whatever you want about 2016 because the Russians yeah. did something that I don't know exactly what they did. I won't say it because even that is uh, questionable. Uh, you you can't say can't say that 2000 was was weird when they when it went to like the Supreme Court in Florida right. and all that. I've been looking at the terms of service. I read it very carefully, and it said oh. you cannot go back and question any American election in U.S. history. Yeah, I get that. Not, not, not 2000, not 2004, not 1960. Um, not uh, you know, you cannot question any U.S. election. So just I'm keeping my p's and q's. And because, uh, you know, because Illinois in 1960, it was perfect. No one did anything. There were no, yeah. there was nothing, you know. All the Louisiana elections have always been uh, fair and, and, and secure. And every, <laughs> every, every Louisiana election. Everyone has been corrupt as shit. Ooh. No, hey, no, none of them have been. I'm sorry. I know we're not supposed to talk about it, but I am not going to self-censor. All of them, all, A-L-L, -L, I don't believe in democracy. I do Marcus not is a parody account. Yes. Marcus is a parody yes. No, it's funny, though. They say, joking. they say you cannot question any U.S. election, and then they list like three other elections, like the 2000 whatever in Brazil and the one in France and one in one other place. You, th those are the only ones you can't, like you cannot question any of those. Um, so, I got a dick they can suck because I ain't, <laughs> because they aren't going to tell me what the fuck I can say. I get that they can kick me no, off I, this, but they're no, probably going to kick us off here eventually anyway. That's a that's what Rumble's for. Exactly. And we're looking at that. We're on Odyssey right now. And questioning, I'll be <laughs> kicked yeah. off this forevermore. Mm -hmm. That's what rumbles for. <laughs> Thank you, Dion. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. That was that was very good. But seriously, do we think that there that there might have been some tallying of votes that were less than upstanding here and there? No, simple yes or no. Everything is great. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything okay, is I think cool by the fact, I think by the fact that we can't say that, 
tells yeah. me that's exactly what's going on. Well, they fixed they got all the problems ironed out in Maricopa County. They came out and did a press conference. So they found the problem. There's they did they forgot to put toner in the printers. And so they fixed that problem, got the toner in the printers, and they got the little the little timestamps corrected and everything. So that's perfect. And um, you know, when you know you know, 35 of 35 uh, you know, um toss-up races on 35 35 go to democrats that's exactly exactly the way it happened because <laughs> the, the probability is absolutely um possible so <laughs> everything like, absolutely possible correct everything is awesome um and i'm <laughs> Marcus, just in case, uh, in case you you need a little help, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna post some get right for you up here real quick. If you give me just a uh -oh. second, um, so let me <clears throat> got it, y'all. I gotta get, I gotta, we gotta take Marcus behind the woodshed and, and uh, hit him, <laughs> hit him with the get right paddle. Yeah, this sorry. is all. It would have to be is, a flag. This is all you can say about. Um, where is it? What the hell? Bro, oh. I just put this thing in here. Where are you? What are you looking for? Uh, a picture that I just saved to my damn hard drive. Well, why are you Give looking for that? Yeah, go the, ahead. The, uh, the YouTube fact checkers have fact checks up. Fact checkers debunk misleading claims ahead of midterms. <laughs> <laughs> right ahead. Um, why that's still up, I don't know, but that's on the uh, some on the trending topics. Let's see if there's any uh, more, more elections shit on the trending topics here. <sighs> That sounds amazing. Wall Street Journal. What? Let's see. Oh, didn't doesn't the World Cup start today? Is that today? Uh, well, they I know they picked the. Uh, oh, that's where it is. Um, I know I know they picked the U.S. team, and there there was something on ESPN when I got here to the hotel, uh, talking about it. But um, I didn't pay attention to it. They, I think they said that the U.S. team is like a hundred to one uh, dogs to to win it. So yeah, it's well, like it's like all right. Well, good luck, guys. That's so before, I found it. Okay. Go ahead, Chad. All right. So here it is. It takes time to count all the votes, Marcus. It's expected to take multiple days to count the votes. So the protected winners are the projected winners of some elections might not be announced yet. Okay. This means mm -hmm. you could encounter unconfirmed, unconfirmed claims that a candidate has won their race. Learn how voting by mail is safe and secure by clicking the link below. Um, so, Marcus, get right. All I have to say is Joseph Stalin said, and yes, I'm <laughs> quoting Joseph Stalin, those who vote decide nothing. Those who count the vote decide everything. Okay. Um, so the perfect election system that we have in this country. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, you know, it's funny because they in, in Wisconsin, the woman who they arrested for um sending those those military ballots to the to one of the candidates kind of as a whistleblowing operation. Mm -hmm. She was absolutely wrong. She should have never done that because that could never happen. Right now. Right. right Ever. No. Ever. I, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for finally admitting it. <laughs> um, Marcus has uh, has taken his get right, and he is right now. We yeah, that's right. right. 
we can. I need a flag, man. I need like red, white, and blue. So, so so moving moving forward, I know we we still have some stuff that's not settled yet. We won't find out probably for I'm thinking like almost a week. Um, it'll probably be like Monday or Tuesday of next week before we really know. Um, and I think y'all are right. I think you know fifty fifty in the Senate is is the most likely outcome, and that uh, the the House a slight lead in the House is going to be what the Republicans have still going to be enough to create some gridlock and you're probably going to have like we've had in the past you're going to have like one of these like rogue democrats in the senate who will you know to through clout chasing or whatever it is joe manchin or you know some someone like that mm-hmm. who will who will stand in the way of the biden administration um to be that bipartisan whatever right kind it's of bipartisan we got one person. yeah yeah so <laughs> So you'll have a little bit of that, but what does 2024 look like? Um, and and is is this all the pendulum swing that the right has to to hope for, or does it continue to swing even farther right as we go into 2024? I I think this might be it's on the edge of the swing i think mm-hmm. now i'm looking at this i saw there's something from 10 o'clock last night breaking according to edison research national election poll exit poll the national youth vote choice for the u.s house of representatives was 63 percent for democrats 35 percent for republicans voters 18 to 29 are the only age group in which more than half the vote supported democrats if they're the only group that more than half supported democrats then they were a factor in this election now of course aoc had to chime in on that saying that the role of young people in this election cannot be understated turnout delivered on many of these races by 2024 millennials and gen z voters will outnumber voters who are baby boomers and older 45 to 25 well that's because she's stupid because she missed a generation there um gen x <laughs> will be will still if you put Gen X and the baby boomers together, they'll still have mm-hmm. those two groups. But for sure. Um, but still that's uh and, and Gen X and, and and by the way, Gen Z um are becoming more conservative. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they're more conservative than even some of the Gen X generation. Um it's the, the, the or excuse me, not Gen Z, millennials, excuse me. I meant the right, millennials. right, right, right. Um so it's you know remember as you get older people tend to get more conservative now the other one i saw was um married people versus unmarried people so um married women uh were uh like 20 points more for the right or the republicans Mm-hmm. Unmarried people were thirty-seven percent more for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. So that's also a factor. If you're trying to, if there's reasons that um, certain elements of government want people to not be married, mm-hmm. <laughs> i.e., Democrats, because you know you're you're they want to give you uh, cradle to grave entitlement. Um, they would encourage you maybe not to be in that other group that votes for the other guy because it's, <laughs> it's all about power, right? Yeah. I don't think any of these people give a shit about us. No. They give a shit about power. For sure. And, so, uh, you know, so does that mean that when gay marriage happened that uh, that the, the gay community started to become more conservative? I'm just... It, it's a, 
Actually, uh, jokes on you. Actually, yes, I think that is true. I think that, right. I think that you know, I, I, I have lots of weird friends, and I, my daughter is is sort of gay. She's in a weird relationship uh, with there's three of them. Long story short, there's two girls and a guy, and they're having all kinds of fun. Just got my first <laughs> grandson because of it. But, um, but him. they are they're anarchists you know yeah. and and if they were going to vote they would probably vote conservative they would probably vote either for the libertarian party or for uh or for the gop so i i actually think that yes it is true that the the gay community is moving conservative now they may not be socially conservative but they are definitely moving to a fiscal conservatism well, I was going to ask that. So, like, first of all, haha, um, you just proved to these people who say that the libertarians pull votes from the GOP right by saying that they would either vote <laughs> Republican or for the libertarians. Well, it, it's because <laughs> I, it, I, I'm it, just fucking with you there, honestly. right? It's because they tend to lie. Like, for instance, it would depend. Like, um, I, because I, you know, my kids are my kids, and they tend to you know, like the pro-peace Republicans. Mm -hmm. they, those are the ones that they tend to like. Yeah, if it's Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, they're like, nah, fuck you. Like, I'm right. not, yeah, I got you. Um, all right, so the the next thing I was going to say, and I, I want to bring uh, Marty to the to the front on this question, because this is where I wanted to, because you said, like, they lean conservative, and then you were quick to correct and say, like, maybe not socially conservative. But, so I wanted to ask the question, like, what does conservatism even mean in 2022? Like, what is that evolving? Because now you've got things like qualified immunity for cops, the drug war, um, you know, possession of marijuana versus, you know, like things that a conservative in the 1950s would have right. never considered. It's the, the pro-freedom idea of what i have always been told is conservatism always like was at odds with some of that more police statey nanny government type of stuff that that tends to be at home in the republican party so is conservatism evolving into more of a right libertarian ish sort of uh fiscally concern you know fiscally free market policy type and non-interventionist war kind of what the republicans used to be a hundred years ago um if you look at the so-called ultra mega republicans <laughs> yes they tend to okay. be they tend to be more except on certain subjects Except on, on, on some limited issues, but I think you're seeing the younger, um, or at least the people like because you you notice that um, the more MAGA types are less interventionist, are less prone to the um, you know the establishment Republican warmongers like Liz Cheney, or like you know you know some of those people, McCain, um, yeah, John neocon, yeah, yeah. So which you know. Um, I think are more like you know. Look, who used to talk about freedom of speech? It wasn't the conservatives; it was the right. the, the ultra liberals. Now it's all the conservatives about freedom, about um, you know, government out of your back, out of your pocket, out of your way. Now, not unfortunately, not not enough of Mar. I I if there was a candidate who said 
that uh, who's going to start a movement where the federal government doesn't write a new law for four years and just repeals the shitty laws, I would that'd be the first person I would vote for. Sure. <laughs> um, <Some defense>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, but I think that, I mean, at least that's where I've evolved to, because I, you know, I've been this Republican type person since 1984. I voted for Reagan. And then, I mean, the only, I think the only Democrat, I voted for Obama the first term. And then I'm like, what the fuck did I do? I guess it didn't matter because I live in Minnesota. So it didn't really matter. He was going to win anyway. So I just, I could say, well, I voted for the Burf's black president. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, I already, I, I missed that with Clinton. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it crazy though what they say about about what they think about black people when they say that Bill Clinton is the first black president because of some of the <laughs> stuff some of the yeah. stuff with his character that they like that he had like associated it's like wow Some, uh, don't really think high yeah. getting getting uh you know getting neck under the desk you know that's, that's, yeah, that's smoking that's, smoking weed and lying okay. about it and like, right. oh, it's like all right okay that's see where that's it where you hold people okay. you know um exactly but, but come on joe biden today Today, I heard this on the news on my way home from work. Yeah. Today, Joe Biden was talking about we need to get health care for black people and other poor communities. <laughs> Another, what did he say? He said, uh, black kids can be just as uh, smart, just as, just as uh, rich as white kids, or something like that. What did he say? Just as poor, bright. Poor, oh, poor kids. Oh yeah, poor kids can be as just as something as, as white, kids. white kids. Yeah, it's like wow. So Jay Pylon reminds us sax playing. That was another Bill Clinton sax uh, playing, thing, right? right? So you know you got to be a, a jazz blues musician, uh, something like that, in there too. Well, what were you saying? So you were saying you 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 had voted for you know you've been Republican all this time, and you were going oh, and I with- and I I've evolved to the more freedom because I, when I was young, I was dumb. I just mm-hmm. thought you no, know, we Reagan got us out of the doldrums of the seventies. And, um, but, you know, economically, they kind of, you know, they made some changes that made the country work. And it, that really through, through, passed through 9-11, that kind of, you know, they talk about trickle down. But it, look, if people keep their own money, the more that they, they spend it on things that make sense and things sure, that sure. work for everyone else. And they try to maximize, um, you know, businesses and people try to maximize their lives. That it proves everybody's life. But sure. And, but I, you know, I when in, uh, you know, when it was coming around to, I, I don't even remember what I thought about the first Bush and Desert Storm and all that shit with Schwarzkopf. That was like, yay, rah rah, flag waving. But I didn't know, I didn't know shit about that. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I, I, in the early two thousands with W. I was always like, okay, um, yes, we got attacked, and I could see where we would, if if there was if, if Bin Laden's in Afghanistan, maybe we should go take care of that. And then he pivoted the Iran or to Iraq, and I'm like, what? Why are we going there? Right. I mean, and that's when I started going. Oh, wait a minute, I I, I got to stop just going. I I got to stop just being red or blue because it's red or blue. But the you know the some of the other stuff he did made sense, but that didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of Republicans now look back on that and go, "W fucked up." Yeah, W W did fuck up. So I think you. So I think the evolution of of the Republican now, and I'm old. 
But younger Republicans are more less interventionist, less you know the, the I call them the anti-war right. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know yeah. where gotta have them because there ain't no anti-war yeah. left anymore. It's yeah. hard to find the anti-war at least in well the, the right the right used to be the anti-war people. Yeah, sure. They were against the they were against going into World War One. They were against going into World War Two. Like in both cases, that there had to be some arm twisting and some coaxing and some well, you know, some uh, suspicious sky cloth activity. Um, uh, FDR got, you know, that made it so we can get in that war, right? Yeah, that. You know what I meant. Oh, we conveniently didn't see that coming. Um, but so so now I think, it, 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 I guess to answer your question, yeah, I think it is, at least in theory, thinking more liberty type people mm-hmm. uh, the, the freedom caucus types mm-hmm. who um, I, what we don't have is you know the tea party people the fiscal people um as much which we you know whether you you know tea party got maligned for some shit that they weren't doing just like they right. try to they try to put this cue shit on republicans and i'm like mm-hmm. I, you know as 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 much as i've been following it i don't even know i, I follow this all the time i don't hear shit from q whatever right. q is but they really love to make it you know make make you part of that but i think yeah no i think um it's not libertarian republicans but they're libertarian leaning republicans yeah yeah um, i'm a libertarian leaning anarchist so one of, the, one of the things one of the things that i don't vote but when i do right generally it's a libertarian yeah. right <laughs> but one of the things that you touched on because you said you kind of started your journey with uh with reagan uh, one of the things i think that the republican party fucks up constantly and people don't talk about enough is that um you know Murray Rothbard said that the worst thing that ever happened to the Libertarian Party in particular was Ronald Reagan. And that's because he instilled the faith in government back into government. And um, how he did that um, to go a little bit farther than, than, um, than Rothbard did is he made the GOP appealing to libertarians. Mm-hmm. You know, he made it to where we where libertarians would go, you know. I'm more likely to win with that dude. And he's talking a lot of the same shit that I'm talking. Mm-hmm. So right. they, sure. He wasn't on the same page. I know the gun stuff. I personally am not a huge fan uh, of Ronald Reagan, but he definitely at least gave the Republicans a model. I mean, look at how he won that dude. wiped the fucking board pretty much. Yeah. And then they, spent every single election since he was out of office not doing anything he did. What did, so, what did, what did they get, like 72 electoral votes or something like that? It was something I true. Tro- I think Minnesota was the only Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was 400-something electoral <laughs> right. votes out of whatever you could get. Isn't it 4035, the max? And he got all but Minnesota. Right. Every state from Minnesota. Oh, okay. okay. Was, it that, was it that bad? Yeah, it was oh, the yeah. Second, oh, that was, was the second time. He yeah. won big the first time, but the second time, the only state that didn't vote for him was Minnesota. Put that into perspective. New York yeah. and California voted for right, his Right, 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 right. Yeah. And where do I live now? Minnesota. <laughs> Good job, Marty. Fuck what are you me. thinking? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so uh, 
you you touched on something earlier about like the TikTok generation, and then also like this um, kind of that fiscal conservatism, that free market. Um, there's a lot of people, a lot of kids out there, you know, side hustling and and kind of creating their own way. There's a because there's so much, whether it's the the clamor for a fifteen dollar minimum wage or the student debt stuff or all that. There's kids who don't want to go to college. They don't see the point. There's kids who are like finding ways to create their own way and everything. I just wanted to bring this up. I don't know if you guys saw this um, or not, but I wanted to get your thoughts on this, Marty, because this this kind of this kind of blew me away. This is I, I described it as this is what the uh, when the central planners try to plan. This is what this is what happens when the like the Bitcoin youth kind of gets a hold of it. So this teacher, she was gonna get her second graders to uh, do learn about money management. So she was going to charge them for rent for their chair, for their desk. And then she was going to give them money for chores and stuff. This is what happened. Students have to pay rent at their desk. They either have to pay rent or they have to pay a mortgage. Right? I was so optimistic about this whole thing in September and bro, the way this entire theory manifested into something I did not foresee. So when I tell you these kids have been paying their rent on time every month since they had to start paying rent, but baby, when I tell you, it's not even from me giving them points on their homework, which was the point of this. No, it's not from that. These kids started their own businesses. <laughs> Emily owes me $3 for canceling an order. Romina owes me $9 for buying from me. But transaction number? Transaction number is crazy. I have seen these kids sell um, little Play-Doh figurines, slime, nails, lip gloss, um, snacks. God forbid you left your charger at home they were selling their chargers <laughs> and then here i am playing accountant this was september <laughs> and october yes. transactions right and bro we this is already november this is already november all right and this was supposed to be like little five dollars here five dollars there what is this hundred dollars <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you what that is we did class presidents and stuff. So they get executive pay for the month of November. Oh my okay? God. Let me start How my good sis got them down to the cent. This girl owed me 75 cent. I thought we was working with whole numbers. They all have jobs in this room. And honestly and truly, I'm about to have to hire an accountant because this, this, these, these, and bro, come on. Come on. But keep in mind, they make sure their bills are paid. Their money management is set up. And that was the whole point of this. That was the whole point. They knew they had to pay rent. And they knew they had to get what they needed. She needs to start taxing them. <laughs> Marty, man, think Don't about make me ban you, Marty. <laughs> no, listen, listen. She needs to start oh, taxing so, them. So they can learn, so they can learn about so how they to, can how learn how much, how much. Well, that too. No. <laughs> no, no. So, 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 so. By the time they actually do get have business and stuff, they be like, 
fuck these taxes <laughs> right <laughs> for sure oh my yeah. god but 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 no 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 doubt i i think if you if she started taxing them though i think you would find they would find a whole bunch of people they would be like the mafia they'd be laundering money and everything oh, they'd, oh, be, yeah. they'd be hiding shit oh my god <laughs> they'd, they'd, they would invent some offshore accounts <laughs> They would, they would, they would, they'd, they'd have offshore accounts in another classroom. Yeah, it'd be like on the merry-go-round or something like that. No, no, no. That money's over on the swing set. They, they'd come up with duty-free travel. It would, it would be amazing. But isn't that, isn't that cool? Isn't that cool yeah. that kids do that, though? This is, sure. this is the human now, spirit. This is the human intellect yeah, it, at work. When it's here's, sure. here's what governments are trying to do, though, right? So... You know, in California, they had that whatever I remember prop, whatever, where they that everyone had to be employed by whoever you're doing work for, and then they made all these hundreds of exceptions, right? You know what I'm talking about? I can't remember is it prop five? I don't know no, what it was, but I but, know what you're talking about. Yeah, so so because and 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 then you know all these people who do Uber and all these other independent contractors, independent truckers or whatever were up in arms. They passed this, and so then they started making all these exceptions. Well, they're trying to bring that. At least the Biden administration is talking about doing what they did there because basically this is a, you know, um, a gift to the union saying, you know, hey, sure, this sure. you have to you have to work for a company. You can't be an independent contractor and you have to be part of a union to be in the company, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, that. Oh, shit. I lost my train. I thought where I was going with that. <laughs> Damn it. You're talking about the Prop 5 and. and yeah, tax, no. Taxation and. But now these young people right now who are hustling you know mm-hmm. they're doing all this stuff they're trying you know some are trying to stream and some are trying to do these side hustles some are going out and you know collecting giveaway couches and they're selling them to other people and making money they're going to start figuring out when the irs starts picking into their their bank accounts going wait where this money come for this money come they're going to start figuring out that oh the government's just kind of here to fuck with you. And that's when they start becoming more conservative. They start saying, Oh, I got to pay taxes on that. Oh, um, you know, if I, if I move money from this uh, PayPal account or this, this Venmo account to, to, to use it, the government is out there figuring out that I'm getting money from in that Venmo account. And they want to know where it came from. That's when they start going, Oh, that's life experience. So when these, they say these millennials and the Gen Zs, yeah, they're all voting for, you know, for the Democrats. But the Democrats are ones who are trying to pick your pocket the most. I mean, the rub companies do it too, but the Democrats—that's their whole, you know, I'm gonna pick your pocket so I can give it, sure. you know, take from Peter to pay Paul. So, you know, so yeah, these, and I laugh because when they made this example, um, you know, the Gen Z and the um, millennials, as AOC says, voters will outnumber voters who are baby boomers and older. Well, guess what? The older they get, the more experienced they get. Mm-hmm. Again, I, yeah. Most people when I was in my 20s were like the Gen Z's now, but a, a lot of my friends now in, <clears throat> that I'm almost 60 are all conservative, mm-hmm. or, or at least conservative thinking from their mindset. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you know you're 25 you're stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, well, I so, get, for yeah, me, yeah. I got two things really. The first thing is I I want to introduce to this little group of people. Jimmy's an agorist, and Jimmy should should be telling his buddies, hey, 
why don't we trade on the side and get around the teacher? And have you heard of cryptocurrency? Because these mm-hmm. kids that under that, that this woman mm-hmm. was dealing with understand computers. They they're totally way ahead of us when it comes to that curve. So th- those kinds of things are going to make sense to them. And that right. dovetails into to though I agree with you, and I think that the the common wisdom that people are more conservative when they're older and li- more liberal when they're younger is certainly true in the the greater community. But what I what I think is happening is lots of people are bypassing conservatism in their eight between eighteen and twenty five and moving straight into a form of either libertarianism into anarchism because they're finding that conservatism to them and and I know that the conservatism you're talking about does not have to do with the you know the idea of being restrained and those kinds of things. Right. I get it. But for them, that word, you know, conservatism, that's what that means. It's my parents telling me that I can't go out and party with mm-hmm. my friends. Right. And but when you introduce like when people ask me, are you a conservative or a liberal? I say I'm neither. I'm a radical. And the, the what the, the Republican Party would be very good to do is to bring radicalism back into the party. Because what children want is rebellion. What they want is to be separate from what their parents are. They want to rebel against all of the things that their parents told them that they should. Mm-hmm. And right now, the country is at least 50% liberal. Right. Let's just be honest. And so at least the voting population. And so if we can get them to stop looking on ideas like the free market because that that woman just demonstrated that the free market definitely works for children. Mm -hmm. If we can get them to looking at radicalism, looking at being, you know, you know, to, to go to people like Malcolm X, Malcolm X has conservative values, but very few people granted in our circles, they call him conservative, but very few people call him a conservative, conservative, but they certainly called him a radical. Mm-hmm. And so I think that one of the things that the 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 GOP and these people that should be strategizing, how do we get this youth that is growing up and doing all that, is they need to start figuring out that, that they should be working with nature and trying to become the radical extension away from their Democratic parents. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Malcolm X, too, because I find it kind of funny how um, there are conservatives out there who go back and listen to some of the stuff that he was saying and they go, oh shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that makes, that makes sense. Now I get what he was trying to say, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about not just, and I, I'm talking white conservatives even go, mm-hmm. they hear these quotes from Malcolm X, you know? Um, and they're like, oh, oh damn. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, so I want to I want to say something about this this teacher and like y'all were talking, you know, you said something about her tax, and I think I think that's kind of what I mean, she was charging them property tax. Mm. She was charging them rent to to rent. have to have their desk, you know. So th- there's an element of that, and then also to to the extent that you could say that that wasn't enough, uh, you know, like income tax or whatever you want to call it. She was she was making them do homework and their assignments and everything. So what they figured out was. They, they figured out how to evade that. They're like, all right, so check it out. I'm never doing my homework. 
but I'm still going to get, I'm still going to pay my rent. They're bartering and trading and stuff. Yeah, they're doing I, all this I, other stuff. So it's like they, they, they're finding in, in their own way, they're still kind of finding their way to like, okay, so you created this system that you thought was going to make me do this. Well, I'm still going to work within your system, but you don't realize all the loopholes that you created. And I'm going to exploit every one of those loopholes. And I'm going to show you some that you didn't even know could possibly exist. Because <laughs> that's what that's what some of the stuff they ended up doing, where they're like, like, and they're getting they're getting rich on the side on top of it. Like she she kind of unlocked an achievement for them, where mm-hmm. where like now they're like, damn, I didn't even know I could make this much money going to school. Um, and people were bartering, you know, all throughout when I was in school. Like you you come to school and like you had the seventeenth in a row peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and somebody else had you know the bag of Doritos and whatever. Uh, I don't know, pastrami and, and something else. Like you'd be like, Hey man, um, you want to try? And he's like, yes, this is like the 30th pastrami sandwich I've had this month. Um, yes, gladly. I will trade with you. So we were trading like that all the time. Anyway, you, you were, you didn't want your fruit. So you gave it to somebody else so that they give you one of their candy bars. Cause their parents actually let them have candy bars or whatever the case may be. Um, and then you, you collect enough candy bars and you sell them to another kid for, you know, that's for- right. For a quarter, now you're actually getting actual cash out of your little exactly. bar. Even though you didn't want a candy bar, but or, that's you know. right, that's right. And and I want to say this too, Marcus, about what you were saying about the rebellious stuff. I think another thing that people, that parents, I, I would that I would, I guess, advise or warn against. And I know Jimmy's watching and Jay's watching. And they've got young kids, um, like very young sure. kids. Um, my approach, and I'm not saying I'm perfect or my kids are perfect. Marty, Marty met my son at HotepCon. Um, my son knows that at every step along the way, I have fed into like making sure that he knows that the stuff that he wants to do, I'm going to help. I'm going to advise him, but I'm not going to be that like overseer, authoritarian, totalitarian kind of dictator. Like, tell we're going to have an I'm going to have an explanation. I'm going to be like, hey, look. I know that you want to do this, but like you really need to spend less time doing that and you need to spend more time doing this because here's what's going to happen. Like you, you're going to, you're going to not make the, you know, like when he was younger, I'd be like, you're going to not make the high school basketball team at some point because you're spending all this time playing Fortnite and doing this other stuff instead of out there working on your game. And I know how important that is to you. So if you want to do that and instead of, instead of me just punishing him and being like, get off of this, I'm taking it away. You know, and then he's just pissed off. Now he's not doing either one, you know. And so I think what that does is that opens them up to where we go to something like HotepCon. He's 16 years old and he's sitting there. He's sitting through all the talks and he's soaking it all in. And he he's was having conversations. Yeah, he was absorbing it because he knows he's not trying to rebel against that stuff that I'm interested in. Sure. <laughs> he He understands and he brings stuff to me. He's like, oh, check this out, dad. You got to see this. You know, so it's like I think sometimes the rebellion comes more from the approach than it does from the, from the material. So. Yeah, I have four anarchist kids. <laughs> I, I feel there you go. I was going to say, I, I, I assume <laughs> your approach has been similar because you have right. similar results. <laughs> yeah, it, it, one of the things that that I think that we need because the reason that you know for people that are watching this are like okay you guys are anarchists why are you trying to help the gop and the answer is because the democrats have lost 
Let's just be clear. The Democrats are done. Those, those motherfuckers, you know, they aren't trying to be anarcho-communists. They ain't no anarcho in anything they do. They are trying to be full-on tyrannical shitbags. The GOP still has people in it, real people, like, like Marty, who really want freedom, not kind of want freedom, not right. sort of want freedom, really want freedom. Sure, they may not be where I am, where I'm looking at all that as nonsense. I get it. I understand that. I want to encourage them, you know, to, to be successful because if they show that minimal government or less government is successful, the next step is let's see what happens if we get even less government. Mm -hmm. And then last government. And then the next thing you know, we have a free world. And so that's why I want to see a successful GOP. That's why I want to see a successful Libertarian Party. Because mm -hmm. those people are on the road. I was a communist at 18. Mm -hmm. And now I'm an, an now I'm an anarchist. I want to see other people make that journey. And it took me going through the GOP, it took me going through the Libertarian Party before I realized they're all shitbags. Mm. <laughs> so, so yes, I want to, to encourage them and I want to help them. I want people like Marty or Hotep Jesus or, or Uncle Hotep or somebody or, or Sonny Johnson or somebody like that to absolutely step up and be voices for the conservatives because they are on our side. Right. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So Marty, with that, what can, what do you think needs to happen? Because somebody said today that if this is all the, after all this bullshit we've been facing for two years, mm -hmm. if this is as good as it goes, the GOP's done. How do you reverse that? Oh boy. <laughs> I I wish I knew. Um, you know, I think you need to find, first of all, find better candidates who understand that part of the, um, the way people grow is to have to do things on their own. And then, and that the, the people who are actually going to go back to that, um, Hey, get the government out of your pocket and also putting into your pocket because that's what's getting us into trouble now the government trying to put it into our pocket just means that they create more money that causes the inflation that they say they're trying to fight with an inflation reduction act that spends you know trillions of dollars that that we don't even have um you know the the um you know i think you're when you were talking about the difference between the, the from going from from conservative to libertarian to anarchist is the more people who learn how to fish mm -hmm. and want to create something that someone else wants then the more you can be the libertarian but if you have the government you know just providing yeah. fish then nobody gets better right? well not and, not only that but like to your point about what the what the girl was showing with with her class and the, and that stuff where they were they were being entrepreneurs in, in the classroom with that stuff is the more people try to fish on their own and then realize that the government is trying to take the fish out of their or tell them how to fish no you can't have a rod that long no you can't use that bait no you can't do this you can't fish here you can't the more people are going to be like you know what the hell with y'all <laughs> like yeah. i don't need you telling me how to fish 
Right. Yeah. They, they, you know, so we need someone who is that, um, again, I I guess pushing the freedom angle of whatever it is. I can't, I think we all kind of understand it, but to put it into words, I'm not sure, but just understanding that, um, the less get the, the candidates that say, Hey, here's the, why this control from the top and is it working for you? You know, why maybe we should remove some of the control from the central and let it be more local. Why it should be, you know, you're, of course, they got some of those state governments that are just as bad as the, well, as the federal government, obviously, but at least look, let's take the power away from here. And, and the problem is all those people run like the power. And that's and so I don't know how you do that, you know. Um, in a way, Reagan tried was was you know it preached smaller government. He didn't always do it, you know. Mm-hmm. But sure, sure. someone who's preaching that the smaller from the central, because because right now everything's going the wrong direction to more power to the our central government and more more influence from that world government. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Say new world order or anything like that the 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 globalism label because so many people don't even understand that when i say globalism i mean um people try to 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 consolidate power to one um you know world entity that this tells everyone what to do well you know what in my little suburb in my uh, of of minneapolis st paul someone at the wf has no idea what i need but they're going to try to dictate what I want, what I can do. No, I want the people who are saying, Oh no, let's just go back to our small units. The, 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 the greatest, the only socialist unit that there should be is your family. That's in my opinion, unless you have a small group of people who decide that they're going to cooperate, but that's not even necessarily cooperation. That is, um, that that's just cooperating. That's not even necessarily mm-hmm. right. I think Marty's become a mutualist. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but it's just it's like, and I don't know who can do that because the, the the power that they get once they get into those positions is so lucrative. Mm-hmm. It's so um, you know that's their their endorphins kick in because it's the oh the power you know, and mm-hmm. I don't know you know. Like I said, I want that person who says, hey, guess what? We're going to come in here. We're not going to pass any laws, new laws for four years. I'm mm-hmm. voting for that person. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. So Yeah, I well, and, and I think also I like to it. your to your money and power um, point, I think that there's a lot of that stuff that's already there. Like I, I witnessed this firsthand. Um, we have there's a big I-10 project in, in Louisiana where they're trying to they're trying to do this widening project and the plan that they have will have interstate 10 in the heart of Baton Rouge for like a three and a half mile stretch down to one lane for up to well for, for a minimum of 14 months. Yeah. It's, it's going to be absolutely disastrous for, <laughs> indus- for industry, for everything. And I'm talking about like from California to Florida, this ain't just going to affect us. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we're in there trying to fight it. And there, here comes this guy and he's a, he's a fairly young guy, probably like in his late thirties, early forties. And he is representing this big business conglomerate that is, that is like 
behind this stuff. And then you go look and it's like, okay, well, they got money coming from here. They got money coming from there. And this guy is already, he's not even a politician yet, but I can smell it on him. Mm-hmm. And, and I already know that he's already in deep with the money. Yeah. So so it's sometimes it's not even so much that they get elected and then they become influenced by the money. They get elected because the money chose them. Right. right. And put them there. Like there's very few of these candidates that they just like it's not like somebody just woke up one morning and was like, "You know what? I think I'm going to run for the House of Representatives. Let me go see if I can let me try my hand oh, at no, that." No. You know like they, you, you can't win unless you have the money backing you. And so it's already a rigged game from that standpoint. I was telling my wife, you know, some of these things like, and you were talking about this earlier, the, uh, the, the people who, who should be running don't run because we got shit to do. We got families to feed. We have all these other obligations already. And, it, it doesn't pay that well in, in terms of like the actual job itself, the salary. So you have to have these deep pockets funding you. And I was telling, so I was telling my wife, I was like, you know, it'd be really cool is if the whole thing was you had to get the people who voted for you to, to do a GoFundMe and the max donation was like 200 bucks. And that's what you had to live on mm. because then you'd actually have to like live off of, the people who want you doing the work that you're doing, like look at like Maj Touré, who like everything that he does is all funded off of individual donations. Right. He doesn't have the NRA funding his work. He's got, now he has some, some donors from some like manufacturers and, and, and some other gun organizations, but they're smaller and they're, they're like more free minded and they're not donating in, you know, the millions like some of these other groups are. Um, so I, I just, it's the, it's not that the money needs to be out of that stuff. It's that the the money needs to be um, channeled in a different way. And it, it's a shame, you know, we have so much shit going on all the time. It's hard. There are a few people who have like retired or it's, you know, stay at home moms who like hound this stuff. They're like constantly on the internet trying to figure out like, what legislator is doing this and what legislator and what city council person's doing this and doing that. So you can keep tabs on this stuff because I'm perfectly honest. If I didn't have those people doing that stuff when they, because they don't work full time, I wouldn't know what the hell's going on except for what the, the media tells us. Right. Cause I don't have time to go dig into all this stuff and find out who's lying and who's telling the truth. Not on the, on the local and state level. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> They are what they are, but the, I mean, no. In reality, like we, I know we say that all the time, and I and I'm not I'm not poo pooing it and disagreeing, but I, like True. there's some real people. I'll call them out by name: uh, Kathy Edmondson, um, uh, Beryl Amity, um, and there's a couple of others in Louisiana who, like, I've sat down and had dinner with. That they are the only, they're like a handful of people who are actually fighting against all these vaccine mandates. And everything else and if they weren't there that shit would have gone through sure you know so like i to your point about like voting to protect yourself mm-hmm. to block stuff it, like you you have to have that and, and at some point you've got to get you've got to activate and get involved to to borrow sunny's terminology to to make it to where you can keep some of this stuff at bay until you have time to devote more time to it but like i don't know like i, I wonder sometimes 
on the one hand, it, I despise the fact that there's that kind of corrupt money in politics. But on the other hand, I'm like, I wouldn't do it unless I was getting paid the kind of money that could take care of the stuff that I need to take care of. So I don't know what, where the, where, where's the solution in that? You know, like Thomas Sowell said, I, I fucked up the quote last night. There are, there are no solutions. There are only trade-offs. Um, there, I finally got it right, but, but it's, it's just, it sucks that it's that way, but it is what it is. Wow. We got to find a way to navigate it. <clears throat> so, Marty, do you think you'd ever run for something? Nope. Why not? <laughs> um, I, I, I have, um, I have skeletons, <laughs> and I get, so beat I? I beat up, I get beat up by the skeletons. I not bad skeletons, but just enough that, uh, you know, I, 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 I I'm not. I'm not willing to put my personal life out there that mm -hmm. sure to do that. And it's not like, you know, I, my business is my business. Um, sure. You know, I, I'm not much, I'm in, and fortunately as I'm getting older, I probably could be more activist, but right now I'm at a point where I just want to enjoy my time with my wife and mm -hmm. <laughs> travel and do shit. Um, and so mm -hmm. unfortunately it's like, <laughs> I, it's kind of like, um, um, I, I talk a lot of shit, but I won't eat it. <laughs> yeah, you sure. It, it, I understand that, dude. I've, I've, I've thought about running for shit too, even from my, my political persuasion, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. but if I ever ran, but I have, I guarantee you don't pra practice voodoo. Come on. I'm a voodoo anarchist. These motherfuckers <laughs> are not going to vote for me, <laughs> but if I, but if I ever was going to run, I'd own that shit. I don't. Are you in Indiana too? No, I'm I'm in oh. Indiana. Oh, okay. Now, he's been but, to New Orleans though, yeah, so he knows. For sure. Yeah, I've been to New Orleans Voodoo Spiritual Temple and had like one of the best I've been there. I've been the, uh, yeah, I went down there a couple of years ago. And, nice. Uh, <clears throat> we checked out some of the voodoo spots. We checked out the the Museum of Death. That was my favorite. There's all I, about. I went there too. Yeah, I thought that was cool. But anyway, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Side That's okay. No, but but if, if for me, I'm like I'm if I ever did decide now, most mostly it would be as a lark, like the 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 transgender that ran as a Republican or <laughs> transgender anarchist that ran as a Republican <laughs> and won in New yeah. Hampshire, right? Yeah. I can't remember her name right now, but but she owned that shit. She's like, okay, so that's what I'd do. I'd be like. You know, my my logo would have Marcus and the in like I'd have a voodoo symbol in the background and have the the A in my name would be an anarchy symbol. I'd own it, and and my slogan would be something like "fuck those people." You know? <laughs> you know? I, if 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 I ever did think running, like I've been on like boards of the local athletic association, you know, I've done that kind of stuff. If I ran for something, it would be um a local school board or maybe my you know i live in a small suburb maybe a city council at most because mm -hmm. where i can impact something here but i never yeah. want to get on that 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 other track i'm i want to probably i'm probably bordering too old to get on that track I, it's funny though that you mentioned that because i in uh, what year was it 19 i want to say 1981 I think I was like when I was 17 years old, um, I said that I was going to be the first black president when I run in 2008. Hmm. And I'd be, I, I, that's what I, 
<laughs> I had said that when I was 17. And um, and then in 2008, and I'm adopted, mm. um, but I and I and I'm I'm mixed race, and I'm like, in 2008, we got our first black president who was a mixed race, right? With a father from Africa Crazy. who's Irish. That's my because my natural father is from Nigeria. My mother is um, almost full blooded Irish, and I was like, oh shit, he <laughs> stole my jam. I could have done that. <laughs> you know? Like, who's this guy? Where'd this guy come from? Right. Instead, I, we got Barry. I would have much rather yeah, Marty. We got, we got Barry. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Um, hey, I got I do have a question though. All right. Uh, and this is a terminology, and then I gotta get I gotta get going. Sure. But okay, you used a term that I like to have questions about. And and I, I have always considered this term a bit of an oxymoron, and that would be the term a narco-communist. Mm -hmm. so, Isn't that an oxymoron? No. In, 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 Chad, you want me to take this, or do you want to get it? Yeah, go ahead. You got it, man. So, so actually, what we consider uh, anarchism, if you will, kind of mm -hmm. started as a anarcho-communist thing. There wasn't a anarcho-communist thing um, until there was an anarcho-capitalist thing. Um, because um, people like Emma Goldman, and who's my favorite anarcho-communist, um, mm -hmm. what they, they believed, you got to remember, most of the people that really were anarcho-communists, I'm not talking about Antifa, I'm not talking about modern anarcho-communists, or largely mm -hmm. just statists who like the word anarchy and want to put an anarchy symbol on shit. But, uh, <laughs> but they believed that, that um, they could, outside of government, collectively um, have an economy. They believed that, that, uh, that they could have an economy that was outside of government, but was also collective. So that made them communists. And okay. I would also point out that in uh, Marx's early work, um, as we, we've interviewed a communist, one of uh, Nico's acquaintances. Um, Shout out to Nico, by the way. Right. Nico is still, Nico's not going anywhere. He's just, he's taking a break. He's on assignment um, and he'll be back. For he'll sure. Continue. So, so to try to get this as, as succinct as possible, um, they believed that they could do that, that they could have a, a collective economy while not having a government. And, um, and Marx himself had envisioned government going away under Marxism. So that's, that's not an outside of the, of the communist idea um, to begin with, but... I would say if you're an anarcho-communist today, you're delusional. Um, because now that's not saying that I that explain where I'm wrong. You know, I, I welcome anybody. I think anybody that mm -hmm. is trying to take down the state is my friend. But um, but I don't think that I think over the past hundred years, we have seen what collective economy does. And what collective economy does is destroy a, a country, whether it, there's a government or not. And so I would say that it is not an oxymoron, but it, it, it you know, it it's a question be, of scale. Right. You could make <clears throat> the argument. That's actually where I was going. Um, you could make the argument that the Amish are anarcho-communists and, um, and it works for them. 
and it does not work in large scale. And so that's my opinion. Sure. Now that doesn't mean you don't, you can't have socialism in your anarchism because I, I probably do uh, because I'm more of a mutualist, which means that I believe if we voluntarily agree to cooperate and have a, that, that um, economy that, it, that we have shared, then, right. then that's good. Mm-hmm. Does that cover well, it? And I, and I would say too, on the, on the scale thing, I think that that's, that's the biggest problem is that like, as you scale, because Marty talked about it, like in your family, like, mm-hmm. obviously, like my, me, my wife and my kids, it's communist. Like we were just talking about this today. My wife and I were like, my daughter was uh, talking about, we were talking about Christmas and she, you know, we're, we we're talking about like the budget. Cause she told us like one of the things she wants, we're like, yo, Hey, um, how much do you think we're spending on the, on Christmas? You know, so it's, it's like, <laughs> hold the phone. Um, so, and then she starts talking about, you know, um, how she pays, for, she paid for this and she bought gifts last year out of her with her own money for everybody. And she spent this much money on, you know, that's, and I was like, okay, is this cool. a, wait, 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 hold up, hold up. Is this she's, a grown daughter or is she, she's, well, she's 19. She's in college. Okay. But here's the thing. Like we're like, okay, that's cool. We appreciate the, the generosity that you showed in, in buying gifts for everyone. Um, however, <laughs> I, I, if I may, I will, I will just, Briefly point out that you have no bills. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you have you're only own, income. You only have income. There's no outgo. That's what I was about to ask about. She said her own money. Yeah. Wait a minute. She, she works. I, she makes you know, money. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 and she's on a full paid scholarship. So like you know she's got you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. there's 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 plenty of reasons why like for for what she where she is in her life um i i don't really have anything anything to to argue against her in terms of like her own ownership of the stuff that she claims that she owns because i'm not paying for her college she's got that on her own merit through a scholarship i'm not paying for her apartment same thing like she this is all like paid for via via scholarship money so like the the stuff that she the that she's getting from us is like car insurance and health insurance and uh, a cell phone bill. That's, that's it. And the rest of it is, you know, all of it's uh, all of it's taken care of, but, but yes, it is still like, we have this whole, uh, me, my wife and my kids, it's like, we ask them to do some, some things around the house as part of their like, Hey, look, you're part of this little collective, you know, and it works there. And even then, it's strained. That was my point of bringing that up is that like, we're still having these arguments and we all love each other and we live together. And like, that's my daughter. And we're still having like these squabbles over like money and who's who, what belongs to who and everything. It's like, well, technically like none of this shit belongs to you anyway, except for the, maybe some of what you get from, from your job that you do, because you're not, but you're, I, I must remind you, you're not paying me for a lot of the stuff that you're partaking in like vacations and all this other stuff that we do. So what I was getting at is that when you start to scale that up, even when you get to like extended family, how many times has your extended family fucked you over on some stuff that like they owed you something, you did something they didn't reciprocate. Like they said they would or whatever it is, it, it starts to break down. And then like, how do you hold people accountable for that stuff? 
oh, well, guess what? The bigger it gets, the more you're going to rely on some sort of centralized police authority and enforcement mechanism. And because then there are no agreements because you have no <laughs> formal agreements that you all are going to work on the same plan. And mm -hmm. until you do, then it's not necessarily a commune, right? Um, mm -hmm. Like you said, in scale, that's why I always say, you know, I that's one of the, I don't know what revelation gave me this, but that socialism only works in very small, um, mm -hmm. very small units. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And free markets, free markets work regardless of scale. Because even in those little collectives, there's still an element of free market to it because it's still this voluntary mutual agreement of cooperation. And as soon as that starts to break down, voluntary association takes over and you say, fuck you. I'm not dealing with you anymore because I don't trust you because you welch on all your deals. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. And, it, and, it, and it crumbles really quickly. So, um, so, so we, yeah. we need to let Marty go. And, yeah, go ahead. Uh, but um, I want you to plug everything that you have. Uh, Chad's got links down below, um, mm -hmm. but <clears throat> plug anyway. Here, what I'm going to well, um, uh, my here, I'll just do this. I'm going to put my, uh, you guys can figure out how to put this in the chat or how to put this somewhere, but here's my link oh, tree. Cool. It gets to my uh, YouTube channel. My, my oh, yeah, your, your link tree is in the, is in the description. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, yeah I'll put that in the morning. That gets to my YouTube yes. channel, uh, Instagram, uh, pretty much. Well, not everything, but because, but if you need to find me on some social media that you don't know if I'm there or not, just put in PDOC Knight because I'm the only one um, hey. for now, at least. Um, on I, I have markers on Gab, Minds, uh, Cloud Hub, Parlor, Getter, all this, all that shit. Everything but Truth Social. <laughs> I don't, mm. I don't know why I've never done that, but I do have an Odyssey channel, Rumble. YouTube do a weekly show or a weekday show Monday through Friday the morning night live, uh, ten o'clock Eastern, um, where basically it's news and current events. Usually try to catch all the breaking news in the morning before everybody else talks about it. And uh, just and uh, I'm so I kind of like think of myself as the a human aggregator um, of of what's happening when what people are going to be talking about. Because usually, if I find stuff in the morning. Um, somebody's talking about it the next day or have written mm -hmm. about it the next day. So that's what I try to do. Sometimes it's, I, I get stuff that was, that was uh, a couple of days old, depending on how, how spicy it is. But anyway, I'm not real spicy though. I'm, you know, I, someone said that I'm kind of a, you know, a, um, a, just a light, gentle purveyor of news. Although I've had a couple of rants over the last couple of days that um, got me to swear. And I, I, I am, uh, purveyor of cursy words occasionally, as you may have noticed. But I don't uh, do that. My mom, my mom came on. The, do that shit either. Yeah, my mom texted me during the stream last night. And she told me, <laughs> "I'm gonna have to bring a bar of soap to Thanksgiving dinner to wash your mouth out." And I was like, "Oh, oh my good. gosh, mom, you were watching this? What? I didn't even tell her I was gonna be on there, and it wasn't on my channel or anything. Like how? How did you find me? Um, <laughs> but she did find me. She did." Yeah, that's funny. Oh so, my gosh, let's get rid of this fool. Yeah, you yeah you can just check me out though in the links in, in the, my link tree there has uh, and I, and my my story from GQ's in there my my appearance on Good Morning America's in there if you haven't seen that that's it's all in the link tree. So that's Great. a whole other that's a whole other whole other topic. 
So excellent. Go check him out. And again, um, he, he's not an anarchist yet, but <laughs> but he's on his way and he's definitely an ally. Free. I absolutely right. believe in freedom. <laughs> See, I told you he was an anarchist. I mean <laughs> we we don't care what we don't care what you call yourself as long as you believe in freedom and like letting people do what they want to do as long as they're not harming anybody. Um, exactly. Because if that's what we're if that's what we're all about, we're on the same sheet of music. And, uh, and we're going to be good. So, anyway, Marty, we appreciate it very much. And I know uh, we're not going to know what really happened last night for about a week, but um, I, I don't know. Hopefully, everybody can can survive the, uh, the the whimpering red wave that that may or may not have happened. Um, the red leaky faucet. The red That's leaky right. faucet. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's like it's like the precursor to carry. Why is that faucet leaking blood? Oh gosh, this yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Mm. Yeah. All and right, with well, that, <laughs> everybody stay free. Peace, y'all. Awesome. Thank you, Thank you.